Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes, check out our website, that's hangingwithapes.com, and while you're at it, sign up for our newsletter. In today's episode, we are going to discuss Shasha Baron Cohen's new series on Showtime, Who Is America? The first two episodes are out, they're crazy, they're off the wall, we're going to get into that. We're going to discuss rap in the era of Me Too. How do rappers go about it? How should they write? What should they say? What shouldn't they say? Based off of a 50 cent interview on The View. And then we're gonna discuss a philosophical topic about manhood. And at one point, does integrity play a role in being a man? So kicking it off, who is America? What do you think? No, like, that's my question. Yeah. Who is America? Who is America? The show. Oh, who is America? Like, who, like, the, if one person okay. is America, who is that? Damn, one person. Jesus. One person. <laughs> Sasha Van Cohen. I guess. <laughs> I guess. He's not even American. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so, so what are your thoughts so far on the show? Um, so, okay. So um, it obviously made like the headlines before it came out, and and right off the bat, like <laughs> I think people have perceived it in a certain light because it's Hollywood, and I think it's been unfair. And I was having a, a talk at work with, with with somebody, and they were like, you know, I was like, damn, you know, like we we're talking about you know different shows and different stuff, and then I mentioned Who Is America based off of the first episode. I I liked it, I enjoyed it, uh-huh. I thought it was hilarious. And um, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, as soon as I said the title of the show, he's like, "Oh, that's liberal pop propaganda," and, <laughs> and I felt like that was completely not what I got from the first episode, let alone the second episode, which we just watched. I thought, you know, I thought it was funny. I thought it was pretty much Sasha at his best. What he does, it's great. I f- I felt like the makeup was amazing like because i I think uh the characters before that he's done you could tell that it's him and obviously now that he's especially like with borat and bruno yeah definitely could tell that it was him and i forgot the other one though ali Ali g yeah ali g um well as as, uh, the ali g character you know it's a there's a little features okay cool so so this time he goes full like yeah the makeup is very elaborate yeah on point and, and, and like which is great because people aren't going to be able to tell who who he is and I feel that because uh, even Ben Shapiro on one of his episodes on, on uh, and by episodes I mean one of his podcast episodes he said something like he's like oh if you're wondering why the liberal media why 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 Trump might win in 2020 is because of this stuff or something like that and and, and I, like, I didn't, like what do you mean this stuff? this stuff with the politicians like uh, I guess the or the Sarah Palin thing I guess he mm-hmm. he acted as a wounded soldier or something like that mm-hmm. um, which I you know he wasn't on, on, on these two episodes no that hasn't come out that, yet. that hasn't come I, out. I've been I've been waiting for that one yeah but yeah it hasn't been out yet 
But the thing, even even that, and this might sound controversial, but like, okay, so you're an actor, and and you're you're providing what is entertainment. So under uh, under that, would then Hacksaw Ridge be offensive, or would you know any of the war movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a show and it's of entertainment. Obviously, his show is is is, is satire. There's a lot of stuff in in South Park that's satirical, and could be making fun of something, and people will feel offended. And I wouldn't even be ready to, to, to say that there's anything wrong with it until I see it. Like, what is he saying? What You know what I'm saying? But based off of what I've seen, really, my question is, how do some of these people get elected, which you found yourself asking on the second episode? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 hilarious. So far, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, that that's one thing that I asked is, like, how are some of these people able to get elected because... They definitely don't seem very smart in, like, some of the stuff that they're doing. Oh, my God. And, like, some of the stuff that they're willing to say without obviously knowing much about whatever production they're being told is being made at that time. They're just, like, just willfully going into it and and not really being weary about it, not being careful about what they say or what they do. So a big part of it, if people want to place blame, I don't see why blame wouldn't be placed on on some of the people that are getting got because Mm -hmm. how are you even allowing yourself to get got? Like at at some point when somebody asks you to say something and you say it, I mean, that's kind of on you. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't you're you're not you're not being smart enough to actually think about what you're saying. So there, there's that aspect. The aspect of, of as far as what he's doing, I feel like it's pretty balanced in the sense of it's not one-sided. He's, he's, he's mocking people and he is, you know, in a sense, pranking people. But at the same time, in his mockery, he's mocking and well, he, he's, he's mocking other people. Like for instance, like when he's, when he's that like. Uh, he's playing the role of that real liberal guy. <laughs> By some of the stuff that he's saying, being so outlandish, what people are not realizing is he's actually making a mockery of liberals as well. Like when he went to the that that conservative meeting and he said he, that they were going to bring a mosque to their town and they yeah. started losing their mind. And he really is highlighting some things in America that you and I have talked about plenty on the podcast that should be addressed and 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 I think that particular segment was a perfect way of doing it because you mm-hmm. get you got one on one end of things you got like these real fucking ignorant ass hicks cuz that's what they are mm-hmm. they're ignorant hicks who are like who are like they have the nerve to say oh we got a few black people in this town and we they're be- <laughs> and, and they're lucky to be tolerated yeah. like it's funny when you're watching it but like when you're really like looking at it for like the real life situation that it is that's ugly shit. Like it's it's ugly. That's why they're hicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then how he's going about everything in such an extreme manner, it's like he's making a mockery of of liberals. Now, granted, we're talking about like fringe groups on on the extreme ends of the spectrum. Yeah. That's not everyday like American people, but it's still worth noting that him as a comedian it's like look at how i'm able to get these motherfuckers yeah. these motherfuckers are so caught up in their fucking 
crazy, dumb, wild belief that 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 they are not that that they're not even paying attention. Like for instance, how many mosques are here in the United States, and what what terrorism has really bred from those here in the United States? No, now overseas no. and like what they got going overseas, that's like a little bit. Well, not a little bit. It's very different situation. The extreme in it, the extremism. But the, but it is true. The fact of the matter is that here, the Muslims that are here, the great majority of them are yeah. just like everyday working people that want to like go to school and work and all that. They're not they're yeah. not on 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 anything that would cause these people to react so 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 malicious towards yeah. towards them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but it's it's funny because then you look at okay, so you look at that. Then from the end of like him being that liberal character is like the egging on of something that like so so you really thought it was a good idea to bring a mosque where the hillbillies lay, right? I think, exactly. I think, I think this, this is like Charlottesville, exactly. <laughs> like, and and that's what I'm saying. He's he's yeah. really capturing both sides because yeah. he's capturing that in the sense that he could see them. The liberals doing that because they liberals can be very intrusive in that sense. Like, oh, you got to accept the Muslims. It just I'm accept sorry. them, and we're going to throw them right in your town, and you just got to accept it. And then these yeah. people, obviously, there's a lot of pushback. Yeah. And 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 that and I think he's doing a good job of highlighting how that heals nothing. Yeah, it, it fixes nothing. And, and and really, then you look at the right before that segment. It was the PSA. With the girl from The Bachelor. Exactly. That was pretty much a critique of how Hollywood will Hollywood actors and actresses and singers and and, and all and all these these reality TV uh, stars yeah. that are like trying to make a name for themselves and they're pretty much willing to do and say anything <laughs> to move up and not really question anything. Like she's like, "Do you think I should like no?" You can answer that yourself. Right. No, you shouldn't say that because you weren't there. Exactly. And it's 2018 and people will find out that you were not there. And, and then not only that, like, are you listening to what this guy is to, is saying? That, like, you were were over there in, in Sierra Leone and that this warlord was going to massacre 6,000 people. But, beca- <laughs> but he stopped his massacre because he recognized you from The Bachelor. And that you said, oh, he was actually a really nice guy. And, Bitch, what are you talking about? Like, why would you say this? Yeah. <laughs> and not only that. So so you, what you just said, that's ridiculous in and, of, in and of itself. But then you add the second part. Oh. Wh- wh- which then she's reading. The, the charity for, for, for child soldiers. <laughs> Yeah, and then it has, it has a picture with the child soldier, and he has like a like uh, a uh, AR fifteen or something. And then like this is this is a like child an AK, soldier. like yeah. a little AK. Yeah. yeah, this is a child soldier. Soldier after you've been funding him and whatever. And and he has, has a, a rocket launcher and a helmet. And he's giving a thumbs up <laughs> and a fucking vest, and he's happy as hell. And then and then and then what she and then the oh, crazy man. shit she was saying, how it's like yeah. And then if you donate for just eighteen eighteen dollars uh, uh, a month. Your child soldier will go from having to throw grenades to having a grenade launcher when when they approach the refugee camps. What are you not hearing what you're saying? But <sighs> but 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 then again, that's that's a situation where, like you said, it's it's a perfect critique of Hollywood. 
how you're so willing to do whatever you can for publicity or to get yourself out there or to move up yeah. that like you're not even worried about what it is that you're saying. Yeah. And that's why like nowadays you get all these sex tapes and all that stuff that you know that clearly are putting out themselves. The people are clearly putting out themselves. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, so this is, this is what you're down to do. And then that, you know, that's where that terminology comes from, you know, sell your soul. You're pretty much willing to sell your soul yeah. to get like wherever it is you want to get to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's sad. And then it really answers the question that you asked in the first place. Who is America? Yeah. It's us watching this and like, damn, we live in this world and we're just being observant of it. Like, we're, yeah. Like, and, and in a sense, Sasha kind of coincides with that when I said that. Cause yeah. like, you know, I'm just watching this shit transpire. Like, this is America. We're watching the fringes talk and this is, but we're the common folk just seeing this shit just pop yeah. off, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, and then what w- what's funny about it is like he he's he's doing this and he's playing these characters and obviously none of these people are aware that it's him playing a character but while he's playing a character in a sense they're kind of showing their true colors yeah in, in a way and and that's what where it where as funny as the show is it does make you stop and think like damn like that that's kind of fucked up. That's kind of that's kind of ugly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for instance, in the first episode when he when he was playing that same character that that went to the Arizona to present the the mosque proposal. Yeah. He was playing that same character in the first episode where he went to those two Republicans' house and he yes, was having yes. dinner with them. Mm-hmm. Really, they didn't come off as bad at all. Like they no. like they were so far as if I remember correctly in the show. They were the only ones that I didn't feel like embarrassed for. Like they never, yeah. they never really said anything. Oh, and Ted Koppel on the second one, Ted Koppel held his own too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When mm-hmm. when 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 dude was like, oh, you know, he's like, that's a White House official clock, and Ted Koppel was like, what? What are you talking? Like Ted Koppel was like, no real, no nonsense about it. It was, yeah. it was really just funny seeing Ted Koppel's like reaction to this stupidity. Oh no, and the guy in the Republican. Dude, okay, so in the first episode where he's that Israeli soldier, and and then the guy and he, and then the guy's like, so you're telling me that I'm supposed to come out and or like pretty much co-sign yeah, this. co-sign this? I don't think that that's yeah. Well, yeah. that one yeah, but see that was like short. It wasn't like a whole segment. Yeah. It was like a quick little. It was like part of a segment. Yeah. But I'm talking about like the ones where he's like actually a having episode. a sit down with these people, like a yeah. whole segment sitting down with people. Ted Koppel held his own, and then that that Republican couple yeah. in you know they had like their house looked fan, real fancy. Yeah, they held their own because really what to was yeah what was what was funny because even even though the husband was like oh that's inappropriate and the wife like was kind of like the counterbalance like honey let's not be judgmental or whatever yeah. he's like oh yeah okay and he was honestly like some of the shit that, that dude he was, was saying was so outrageous that you have no choice but to outburst yeah. but that was what what was funny about it yeah. was he was saying like such outrageous stuff that you could see somebody like that's like ex- like a, an extreme bleeding heart liberal say like how he says that <laughs> that they let they let their daughter free bleed for her mis- menstruation on a, <laughs> on the american flag to 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 represent the injustices of this country's history and they and the dude was like mm, inappropriate inappropriate 
<laughs> she's like, honey, don't be judgmental. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, and then how man. dude, and then how he was saying, yeah. And so now, so now, like uh, me and my wife, we went to counseling because she had an affair with a dolphin. Remember? Oh, and yeah. they were like, what? And then, you know, they were just. And they like, were actually, they were baffled. And like, what do you mean? So how did she see that? Oh, we'll take trips. And she goes. And yeah. she sees I don't ask what <laughs> happens. I don't really ask. They're like. Oh. Yeah, but they, they held their own. And it's yeah. funny. at in at the, During the credits, when they show that couple again, like that little post scene. Yeah. The, 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 like, I guess it was like a, a behind the scenes producer asked them. So, yeah, what do you think? Yeah. Of like his views and and how he is and the dude just he was real he was yeah. like fucked up <laughs> and the wife she you could tell she cringed when her husband said oh fucked up but yeah. the thing is at the same time she couldn't knock him for what he's saying because yeah. she was probably thinking that herself like this motherfucker is out of his mind yeah so that's my point is is like. They held their own. I thought they did very well. Like they didn't really get got. We're you're and in that por- and yeah. in that portion, you're more so laughing at him. You're yeah. not really laughing with him. And the same thing with Ted Koppel. Yeah. Like you you were laughing at Sasha. Yeah. But in the other parts, you're laughing with him. Yeah. Because like he's he's like massacring these oh, motherfuckers, hell yeah. man. Yeah, because those I would say if, if out of who got got, those are the tier one people. Like the tier one people, those are like you didn't get them. Yeah. Then the people that were like, they probably heard what you said, but didn't know how to react to it. That was like the tier two, which was like Bernie Sanders or Dick Cheney. Because like they're like, they're like, yeah, uh, yeah. And then they just kind of let it fly. Yeah, like pretty much saying like, I'm not saying nothing messed up, but like I'm going to say what I got to say and let let people interpret it how they're going to interpret it. Yeah. Like yeah. see, the, the Republican couple and Ted Koppel, like, nah. They didn't leave it for your interpretation. No, nah, this is what it is. Bernie and and Bernie and and uh, Cheney? And, and Cheney. It was like, yeah, you you could interpret it. So yeah, I, I I like how you 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 set that up. Those those people were tier one. Bernie and Cheney were like tier two, two. but then tier three. God. Sweet oh, mother of God was that 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 state rep from Georgia with oh, his man. ass out. <laughs> I'm a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> America, America! Oh my God! Showing them butt cheeks, man. and then he the was hell? like, and, and then he's like, and then when you go to them, you you say that you say the N word, and then and then and then the, the dude was like, nigger, nigger, and then he's like, what is this? What is this? That is not the N word. The N word is 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 something like nunu or something. The yeah. N word is nunu. This word is disgusting. <laughs> and, dude, and dude was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, dude! He he yeah. got at him, and then, and then one of the worst ones was that 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 uh, the chick from The Bachelor. Yeah, that, that was real bad. But you could kind of see on some real shit, like, see the elected officials. You expect more from them, and that's why I brought up the question: How do these people get elected? Yeah, because you're supposed to be more knowledgeable, or at least you would Way think more knowledgeable. But 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 her. No, nah, like, 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 even yeah. though she got got, like, I don't really expect much from that's her. That's true, so. but that, that's Hollywood, and and that's where the critique. I don't feel this is like liberal propaganda, and I completely disagree. It's like, listen, this is Hollywood. Like, you're gonna look at some of, oh, that's wrong, because that's my gut feeling. It's wrong. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're selling fucking bazookas and grenades to these children. To, what are you, right, what are you doing? You know, it's not a real charity, but like. Yeah. You're co-signing this. Yeah, you're co-signing something that you have no fucking reason 
to even you don't you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. First but, of all, but then what what's funny about it is like and and I think that this was very key in in that particular segment is when they do like that little that little um, intro, if you will, about yeah. the the guy that's inter- interviewing her like the like the he's from Milan and he ha- yeah. he lives this fabulous life and. You know, he looks like the dude from uh, Dos Equis, the most interesting yeah, man yeah, yeah. in the world. Like, he has that whole thing going on. And what, what, why I think that was so pertinent in showing is because, obviously, that's not a real guy. That's something that they, they fabricated, they staged, they made up. Yeah. But what was so important and pertinent in showing that is that sometimes that, that, that false facade is all you need to get somebody... To, be, to believe in you. And that's, that's what deep. she did. Because you could see that she was very enamored by him. Like, she thought that she he was this big millionaire, billionaire, big shot. And, and, and she's talking and getting interviewed and having a photo shoot. That's very true. And it's all fake. And, and, and that what was so great about that particular segment is like, like, you stupid dumb bitch. This is not even real. Yeah. And, like, you are so enamored by this guy that is... You're letting you him guide you. You didn't even take a, 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 a moment to Google if this like if this guy is real or, or anything about him is real. Yeah, yeah. Just because you see some cameras and a backdrop set up, you, you're, you, you were all in it. Yep. And, 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 and just didn't even think twice. And when you did, he said, no, 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 no. They'll never find out. Oh, All right. Okay. Oh my <laughs> and, god. And see, and and this is, again, my critique about Hollywood people, art, you know, artists, uh, basketball players, or not basketball players, uh, sports players in general, is that like, listen, uh, Kanye West actually not too long ago he tweeted a couple weeks ago he said something about like when 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 the media says these artists or this, me- it's a way of patronizing people like the the person right yeah and i could see that i can see if someone says oh oh he's just a musical artist yeah. but then this is the reason why why people say that yeah yeah this is the reason why like exactly. because you're right about that it's it and you made the perfect example when lebron james and, and laura ingram situation when lebron james said i'm not going into your show that's when oh well you're just a basketball player. exactly then yeah shut up and dribble the ball yeah because the thing what what it's crazy you brought that up because that's exactly right. It's like you got mad because she said, shut up, dribble the ball. Oh, it's racist and all of that. And then what she did was, okay, well, I'm going to extend you the opportunity to come on and show me that you shouldn't just shut up and dribble the ball. Maybe the public should take time to listen to what you have to say. And what you do? You reneged. You you well not re, not reneged because reneged would would signify that you agreed. You just didn't. You actually. Didn't. He shut up and dribbled the ball. Yeah, exactly. If you think about it, yeah. Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, and that, and that's what I'm saying. So yeah, you're just a you're just a, an athlete. You're just a basketball player. Man. Keep your mouth shut about this because when you were afforded the opportunity to come and go toe to toe with this evil bad lady who was spewing all this misinformation, you didn't do it. Yeah. You didn't do it, and so and so yeah, absolutely. And and I, and I think that that's what this show is about—the balance. Because then we talked about about that, and then in the first episode, it was the politicians. Politicians saying, I mean, listen to this guy. If I heard a guy say, oh, you know, the toddlers, they're, they're going to have guns and all this shit, I was like, what? Toddlers? No, that's not. And then, and then it made me laugh when he said, oh, yeah, at three years of age. 
three years of age because you know what they say about two There's and they say terrible, terrible two and then <laughs> and the, the, the politician's like, like yeah. yeah yeah you're right what are you listening now you know what's crazy and 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 what I did is like I I when I was watching that I put myself in that situation because obviously like we've made it very clear why well, I, I know you are and you know we we've made it clear on the show that we're Second Amendment guys we're pro gun all that yeah. And if I was on the show and like I was approached with something like that and dude was talking to me, I would need to know, especially if I'm a politician, exactly what it is that you're saying. Because I would ask him, are you saying that you're going to teach the kids how to like physically use the gun? Because one thing that I'm not opposed to, like when it comes to kids and guns, is like I'm not opposed to like showing them. Not not how to use the gun, but that like when it's found that it's not a toy. Yeah. You know, like stuff like that. Like 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 exposing them in the sense of not taking them to the fucking range or nothing, but exposing them in the sense that like to to make them familiar and like not curious about it, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. So so cause that's when the accidents happen when when that curiosity strikes, the kid is playing with it, he thinks it's a toy. So I'm not opposed to that, like showing kids like, listen, this is not a toy. Yeah. To kind of kill the curiosity, yeah. but no, taking them to the range and showing them how to like load the weapon. That, that's to even go by this slogan, that, that's that hooking, going. That's fucking insane. But but that's my point. Is yeah. like those questions weren't asked by the people that guy got, got. Now, in the defense of politicians, we don't know how many he actually approached. That didn't get got because they're not going to show those. Yeah, that's true. So who knows? Out of maybe maybe he went to a hundred. And only, you know, these handful were the ones that got got and the other ones were like, oh, this is fucking stupid. Like, what is this? You know, so you don't you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like some of the stuff that that, you know, you got to be convincing. And if there's something that obviously he's gifted at is convincing people to put themselves in that compromising position. I'm not going to give a lot of leeway. To, to the people that, that some of the outrageous shit that they're listening to and they're just responding to him yeah. alright this is fine but it's like you're gonna get people in compromising positions when you make them uncomfortable like I could have seen like, and then that's why like the tier 2 people those are a little they're not a, it's fun to watch because of the reactions and again t- tier 2 people are the people that didn't quite get got, but they were like, ah, this is weird. Yeah, but, you could tell they're a little off-put by it. Yeah, but but then you kind of see, like, okay, this person was, like, very... They were aware what was going on, but, like, they could have fucked up. And then you see the people that just full-on fucked up. And at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to... Like, for example, like, the guy, the guy who, uh... The... I, like the girl that, that that did the PSA, am I gonna judge her like and be like this is a terrible person? No, I'm just I just think she's stupid. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't see that and but think I can that see people she's doing a, it like a bad person yeah. because I mean I have no evidence to suggest that. But what yeah. I will say is she seems not the brightest and also <laughs> seems like she's willing to do what she whatever she has to do to get like famous. Yep. Which could make you a bad person because depending yeah. on what you're willing to do, but no, it's not that. It's more so just like how dumb are you? But but because. another thing too that I notice a trait that a lot of people don't have, and I, I'm actually glad that I have this trait. Mm-hmm. 
is like being inquisitive. Like I, I'm a, I'm a person that I ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, like I don't know something and like I'll ask. Yeah. Like I'll be like, like the other day, like we were talking about religion and somebody said something about Rastafarian. And I was like, what is that? Like, cause I don't know what that is. Yeah. And then, and then they were, they were grilling me. They're like, you don't know, you don't know. And that then like I, some I, Jamaican stuff. Right, but but what's funny is when I was like, yeah, well, what is it? And he was, and he was like, he's like, yeah, it's it's uh like a Jamaican religion, like they worship some guy. So clearly, you don't know either, cause you're not informing me. Yeah. That you told me nothing. Okay, just hearing Rastafarian, I could have assumed that it was from Jamaica. Yeah. But we're okay. We're on the same page. So now we both don't know what it is. What does this mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but that's my point. Yeah. Is like, I'm a stickler for like knowing the deep information like i would never tell somebody i know what being what a rastafarian is or being a rastafarian is without at least knowing some of the fundamentals yeah. of of that religion it's like okay yeah all i could say is that i know that it's from jamaica but yeah. okay who gives a fuck what is it yeah it was, uh, uh, as they say the devil is in the details exactly and so and so but but being being inquisitive mm. about stuff so that's what I'm saying. Like, if I was in a position like some of those politicians, I feel like I wouldn't get got because of how inquisitive I would be. Like, okay, wait, what? Wait, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? And then it would just kind of make it probably, like, not very fun for him. He's like, ah, oh, this motherfucker's asking all these questions. You yeah. know, it's not, it's not, <laughs> you know, worth showing. Because <laughs> I, I would want to know. Like, especially if you're telling me to, like, say something on camera to the people. Yeah. No. Now we're just having a, a talk. Well, then it's a little bit different, but like you know, in private. But but something that is going to be broadcast to the world. No, I need to know what I'm talking about, or or, or or what this is about. Yeah. Or I'm not interested. I'm not gonna do it. But it's funny that you say that because then you start thinking about little things that we'll do, just to get a reaction out of people. And then the other day, someone was trying to get through a door, and they were looking at me like, and like I I don't know what the fuck. Like I, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm I'm a little tied up doing something, so then I I, I just looked at them and I was like, and then I did like a phone thing, uh-huh. and then I went like this, like uh-huh. like a circular motion with my fingers, uh-huh. like a circle, and then I was like, and then and then the person was like, they gave you the thumbs, the thumbs up. up, yeah, so they gave me the thumbs up, and then the um, the guy that was with me, he's like, what did you just say? I was like, I don't know, I just thought that it would look good, and like obviously the person left, <laughs> but it's funny because people they'll just. Sometimes accept the weirdest shit. <laughs> yeah, like or or or, but it's funny because yeah. because that show does capture that. Like either like people accepting the weirdest shit, yeah. which is kind of like the the tier two people. It's like they're accepting it. Yeah, they're not really reacting to it, but it's like they're accepting that this is just kind of weird. Yeah, but but then but then the the some of some of the tier three people, they respond like so outrageous and yeah. like for instance like i remember like how like when we were younger like sometimes like we would just be driving and then like how you would gesture like like the rock like you would be going oh. like making that hand gesture like the rock and then remember like how people would just get so upset about that yeah like we would look out the window like you'd be going or like they remember that one dude that was in the laundromat <laughs> and like he fucking <laughs> threw his bag down and he came out all aggressive and he pulled out his phone and took yeah. a picture of the car and it was fucked up because we thought he was to take out a gun the yeah. way he came out he's like yeah walked in he had a real serious face and he just took out his phone and started taking pictures of us <laughs> <laughs> what is that going to do? 
<laughs> okay. Teach their own. But in all honesty, I wonder what did he think was gonna come of that? Because in all honesty, like, what if like we had jumped out and like there were four uh, of us? Yeah. What if we would have just like beat dudes ass? Yeah. Like, oh, I remember the one where we're like, I we were doing the same thing, and it was at Midway, Midway Airport, and then we're like. And yeah. then we started doing the motions, like we're gonna slap him, and then we're just like, and then like, dude took the red and got the the, <laughs> the red light camera to take a picture of his license plate. <laughs> and when I told my, because like we were in high school at that time, when we told when I told my parents, they were like, "What the fuck are you doing, harassing people?" But now they gotta pay a hundred dollar ticket. But we're not really harassing no one, like the ge- because the thing is, the gesture it's not like a gang banging gesture, like oh, yeah. what the fuck you is or whatever. No. It's a gesture that's so stupid that, like, why would anybody take it serious? Like, he was in fear. Like, remember, like, it reminds me, like, remember when we used to drive around with your Freddy Krueger mask and, like, that dread, that, <laughs> those dreadlocks? And how, like, some people, like, I remember, like, the younger people we would drive and, like, they would just, like, laugh their ass off when yeah. they saw it. But then some people would just get, like, so upset. Like, oh, like, like, why, like, <laughs> What are we doing to you? <laughs> I'm the one wearing the mask. Like, why are you so well, yeah. upset about this? Well, I remember one time we turned around and we're, I'm looking at the person driving and, like, the person almost damn near had a heart attack. <laughs> because it, I guess it did the thought. <laughs> what, what do you think? You think that that's fucking Freddy Krueger driving the car? Or like, like a demonic-looking-ass <laughs> person? <laughs> or remember we used to do the fucking like okay so if you guys haven't seen uh okay when you get a chance go to youtube and then google one blood by the game who is a rapper and then you're gonna see this jamaican dude like fucking doing the hook to the song is one blood and he has like dun, a little dance so when you see that and his dance Imagine one of us with a Freddy Krueger mask and then the dreads and then at night just like running and then doing the like doing a dance. <laughs> and as we're doing the dance, for some reason, we're not crossing the street towards the other person. It's, it's like, a, like some invisible barrier. Force field or some shit. <laughs> and like the reactions that people would have. Like, <laughs> I'll never forget. The fuck? I'm, for, the, for, the, for as long as I live, I'll never forget the time. Yeah. I remember it was me, you and your brother. And and we we were at your house. I don't know, like your 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 parents were not there. Like it, yeah. neither your sister. It was just us three. Yeah. And like you were in the front lawn, yeah. doing that, <laughs> doing that. And like you were just. It looked so ritualistic because there was. It was like a Saturday night. There was like really nobody on the block. It looked like so ritualistic. Like you were just like in your own zone doing that. And I'll never forget. <laughs> there was a guy that was walking. On, on on our side of the street and he saw from a from far he crossed the street to continue walking down the block on the other side and as he was walking he was making the sign of the cross he was <laughs> <laughs> dude thought it was the end of days like i mean i just admit, I, I can't begin to imagine what he thought was going on because obviously it, we're dying like me and your brother are in the living room dying watching you do that and yeah. it's like I, I don't I can't just even begin to imagine what dude thought was going like 
Because he obviously he took it oh, serious because he wasn't laughing about I it. I don't know. So he didn't think it was a joke. So what did he think was happening? He thought the apocalypse. Like you were like inside. trying to raise the dead or like what the fuck did he think? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but, yeah but, but, but that's my point. Yeah. My, my point is that like when you and I encounter stuff like that, we, we laugh because nowadays, like when, now that I'm older and I see kids doing similar stuff to like what well, we, I laugh my ass off. Yeah. Like the other day, I was I was uh, I was going to those uh, those uh, those stairs in in Palos Hills. Yeah, and and I was you know like right by Lagrange, and like these kids that were like two cars in front of me, they did a, a Chinese fire drill where they get out and run around the car. Oh and yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. And all these people were just so mad and honking, and yeah. I was laughing. I was like, man, it's kind of nice to see that kids still do like stuff. They're not hurting anybody, no. and they're really not even like causing a disruption. Because the whole point of the Chinese fire drill is to get in the car before the light turns so you can get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. So they're not even really causing like a traffic jam. So I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was funny. But the people around were like going mad. Like, oh, what? You, uh, one guy's like, you fucking losers. Like, just so upset. Like, why are you so upset? Did you, you not have ones. a childhood? Yeah. Maybe like you're upset. You never got to do a Chinese fire drill. I mean... Like I don't I don't get it, but uh, but That's yeah, but up, but it's just funny because you see that that how it's real indicative of how people react. We yeah. see that stuff and we laugh, but other people see it and they get like very upset about it, and yeah. then other people see it and they might be indifferent about it. They're fucking uptight, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I I I always find I always found like that stuff like real funny. But uh, but yeah, so moving on to the next topic. That was a great ass topic. Oh yeah. But but moving on to the next topic, the Me Too era, rap, Fifty Cent was on the View. He was asked, you know, what about the Me? You know, he was asked, what did he think about the Me Too era, and especially in terms of how it coincides with rap and how rap is written. Do you feel Me Too and the Me Too movement has a place in rap? What are your thoughts? Okay. Uh, no. No. That's my answer. Thank you guys for listening <laughs> to the show. No. Okay. So this actually coincides with what you were just saying right now, which was like uh, about the Chinese fire drill, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking at it almost like childlike, like right? Like, oh, this is like with an innocence to it. And when you look at rap, that is... And then that's kind of what 50 Cent was trying to say. Like, you're asking someone who's having, who's in their element, right? Mm-hmm. In the element of, like, this is hip-hop. This is where I come from. I Like, the exposed, like, the almost like the childlike or the unexposed-like type, you yeah. know, person. You're asking this person to get on some Me Too college shit. Yeah. You're not going to get that from rap. And hip hop, you're not gonna get that. And 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 you, frankly, are being intrusive by even trying yeah. to get it. Nor yeah. should you be looking for that from rap and hip hop. Like you shouldn't, unless. And then he brought up a good point. He said, you get the smarter, more conscientious rappers, and they could get away with something like that, because because you know they 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 might read about they're it. More, uh, yeah, either more conscious. I wouldn't necessarily say they're smarter. They're more conscious. Yeah, or or, or if we're gonna use the word smarter book smart oh, okay. in the sense like because yeah, yeah. like you could know what a fucking you know 
like like we talk about uh, micro and macroaggressions and toxic masculinity, and we th- we look at it and like this is silly, but we know about it. Right, and right. in that sense, when when I when I say that, and that's good that you caught that because I don't mean smarter in the sense of like you're smarter. Because that's not just make you smart because you mentioned me too right. on a song. It does not make you smart, but you're more aware. Yeah, you're more aware of the different levels that people talk in, and we've talked about this in the show before. Uh, the reason why Trump appealed to so many people is because there is a divide between people, and this was very apparent on this conversation uh, in this topic in the View. The women, like were unaware that 50 Cent... Like, I guess you don't know who the fuck 50 Cent is. Right. Right? When they were asking him, oh, well, what about the cursing and rap? The fuck are you talking about? Do you do realize that this is the guy... He's a gangster yeah. rapper. I, I, honestly, like... And you could tell that 50, like, the way he was looking, it was almost in a way like he was like, yeah, bitch, I wrote in the club. But anyway, <laughs> you know, you just recite my hook on <laughs> In the Club and then you'll see what I think about this. But anyway, and, like, he, you know... He's very, he's always been, and I'll give that to 50 Cent all the way from even from his first album. He's always been very media trained. Like he knows when and where to say things. He knows how to handle them. Yeah. And he handled that situation. But again, to answer your question, I would say, uh, and your question was exactly, what was it? Is is there a place to have a place in rap? And, And I just don't, I would say no. Just, you know. Yeah. I, I would agree with that 100%. And, and what I would say is what you said about somebody being in their element and how sometimes certain these certain movements or what people want to they, they want to like like, you know, be intrusive about the movement to somebody that that's not their element. Put you in a bubble. It, is this. I remember that like one of the best, more recent examples of that is when is one of Dave Chappelle's uh, uh, Netflix specials where he talks about Manny Pacquiao and about how Pacquiao lost his endorsements because he was asked like what he thought about gay people. And I thought like what Dave Chappelle said was genius. It's like, you why would you ask a dude that like spent his whole life fighting coming up from poverty defeating the odds all this all this that he's overcome in life why would you ask and, and who is a devout christian who's who's a devout christian <laughs> well catholic right catholic devout he's well i mean well, yeah, catholic is catholic yeah. is 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 under the umbrella of christianity but i think specifically it is catholic i believe i'm not sure you yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But regardless, he's very religious. Yeah. It's in the Christian realm, at least. Yeah. All of that being said, why would that be the guy that you ask what he thinks about homosexuals? Like, I mean, yeah. regardless as to how you feel about it, like you gotta kind of know that this is outside of his uh, that outside of his element. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. This is not like this dude's topic, and like, why are you at like? Why do you care what he thinks about him? The guy is a boxer. He spent his whole life fighting. You are correct. He is Catholic. He's probably not. He he's probably not the most accepting of of guys who are portrayed as soft. Like I'm not saying like all gay guys are soft because I know that that that's not true. But I'm saying is like when you think of like a f- gay feminine man, 
Yeah. That's probably not something that sits well with a guy that's been fighting his whole life and and is a Catholic. Like, it's probably not something that, that you should even, like, broach him about. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so taking what I just said about that and applying it to, to what 50 said is, like, why do you even want to bring me to into rap when when this is this is an art form now granted not to say that like a rapper of 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 a different subgenre of rap can't yeah. talk about it if he wants to it's I mean, not taboo I, i'm like i'm all yeah. about freedom of speech mm -hmm. but what, what i'm saying is like in the sense of like why do you want to make a place for this when these are guys that are talking for the most part talking about coming from environments where the example of like women is not necessarily the best because one thing that what, what's funny about of, about people when they say that oh like rap is so misogynist and and it's demeaning to women and stuff like that very few cases in rap now there there have been cases in rap mm -hmm. where like it seems like what the rapper is talking about is like flat out rape and like that remember that rick ross line where talking about like roofing a chick like that that was ridiculous that's yeah that's yeah. disgusting mm -hmm. But what I what I'm saying and, and, and like that I would never like like ride with or, or fuck with because like I that that's just like repulsive. But what I, what I'm saying though is, in when in in the other situations and the other ninety five percent of of the rap lyrics when when women are being brought up in in not the most positive light, they're really talking about women that are like choosing to behave in a certain manner. It's not like the dude is like roofing them or like forcing them to do anything that they don't want to do yeah it's just so happens to be that the result of that is not necessarily getting the utmost respect from the guy that's true you know what i'm saying that's so true. like it's not like I, I i hate that when it's like oh well it's so it's so demeaning to women like that that would be the equivalent if like a a, a, a female artist rapper singer or whatever she's talking about like deadbeat dads and like rapists and and drunks and and just like violent men yeah and then she's you know rap doing her song and she's like i i've had it with all these deadbeat dads they're leaving a bad mark on the world by not raising their children steady worried about drinking and gambling and 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 not treating women right this and that like yeah. so so all of that so and then and then i go and say Oh my God! This is so sexist. Look at she's 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 anti men. No, she's not. Yeah. She's anti men that conduct themselves yeah. in a in a manner in which in which is not good. Yeah. That you know what I'm saying. There's a difference. Why would I get mad at that? First off, if it doesn't apply to me, and two, she's talking to men that are are willfully acting in a way that nobody's forcing them to act, and they want to yeah. act that way. Why would you get mad about that? And so that's the same thing. Yeah. Like if it if it doesn't apply to you. Then, then, then keep it moving. Yeah, and if it applies to you, remember that like you're choosing to act this way. The only, the only victim here is like when you get the situation. Like again, those it doesn't happen often, but when you yeah. get it like the Rick Ross, where he's like pretty much saying that he raped a girl. Well, yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, but but other than that, it's like I mean, this is cho this is behavior that's being chose. Yeah, and, and you know what, that's lack of communication skills because listening is yeah. part of communication yeah it is it is and 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 i felt like another example which was kind of like it's in between the manny pacquiao and, and the and the 50 cent one which is like a perfect example is like 
uh, Lil Wayne when they were trying to uh, they had him on on ESPN I think it was or uh-huh. on Sports Center and they were asking about the Black Lives Matter. Oh yeah. This is without you understanding that Lil Wayne from a little boy was in the rap game, so his life was not quite the average. The life. average, that, definitely. Yeah. Not. So yeah. so you're asking Lil Wayne like what he thinks about the Black Lives Matter movement, which I mean someone who 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 has good communication skills and understands, okay, this person might not see it that way, right? Then that wouldn't be that that, that big of a deal, right? When he's like, oh, well, I don't know. I, I don't, there's never been a white person that's ever been mean to me. Well, that's because, you know, that that's your situation. That's and, 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 and it's okay to understand. And then Sharp, uh, who was it? Uh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. That shit, like... Blew his mind. Blew his mind. Yeah. But it's, you know, everyone is an individual at the end of the day. And you got to listen to that person's story and understand their story. And, and when when I saw that, when I saw that, like, I didn't have a problem with that. And that's my thing. Like, I would never tell people, don't ask somebody something. Like, like with Manny Pacquiao. Sure, I don't get why you would ask him about what he thinks about gay people. Yeah. But if you do ask him and it's not the response that you want... What what you shouldn't do is get upset about it. That that's really the 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 main thing because I don't like to 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 hinder people from asking questions. That's a good thing. But if you're not getting what you want, you shouldn't be so agenda driven. It should really just be like I genuinely want to know what this person feels about it. And if it's not what I thought, then I'm gonna keep it moving. And like like for instance, when on the View, when Fifth was asked about about the when when Joy Behar tried to race bait him into the oh white people are calling the cops on black people a lot for selling water like how they did that little girl and this and that and, and fifth like you said he's very media trained he was like yeah but that's a certain specific people that you're because and I like that because yeah. she said white people and he's like no like that's specific people and those are people that no matter what color you are, he said he felt like they would probably call the police anyway. Oh, you're jaywalking. And there are people like that. There are people that like know any little thing you do, they want to they wanna be deputy dog and, and fucking call the cops or do something. Yeah. And he was he was right about that, but but he like sidestepped her a lot. And you could tell she was very disappointed that he didn't take the bait. No. And that's because like, dude, he knew how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's and and that's the thing. Again, we go back to this is America. Like, who is America? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is America, right? Uh, who is America? Um, well, we're trained to observe and then believe what we observe, but we gotta we gotta dig deeper than the surface level. Yeah. And this falls right in that. Like, you know, Fifty Cent has always been, and I love watching Fifty Cent interviews for that very reason. He always has gems to give you like he really does yeah like he's just a smart guy i remember that not long ago i i sent y'all that um that text where yes. he had that that sit down with uh with dj who kid i love that interview that shit was great right yeah i thought i thought that's why i sent it to the group text i i thought people would fuck with it yeah and and that is because again he's not a surface level guy and he's gonna look at things you know for what they are and and you know not really agenda like the only time that he's ever agenda driven is when he's selling his shit and mm-hmm. obviously he puts a lot of work right mm-hmm. he has the power he has that uh the the, the liquor that he the sells effing, yeah. vodka, yeah. vodka and then the other one he has like a champagne now like, oh does unless, he unless you want something 
that's when he's agenda driven. When he's working, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> you should be agenda driven when you're working and you're do- doing your stuff. If we weren't agenda driven in that way, then we wouldn't be podcasting, right? You're right. Ourselves. So, but but otherwise, very smart guy, and and he handled that interview perfectly. Yeah, she was great. So next topic, final topic of the episode: manhood, integrity. Where is it? <laughs> so I'm gonna start this segment off by with with a quote from the movie American Gangster Denzel Washington's character Frank Lucas and this is I know this quote because it's one of my favorite movie quotes and something that like I philosophically more or less live my life by and it's not about selling drugs or no shit like that it's about what it is what, what it what it's about is where he, where he says the man I worked for ran one of the biggest companies in New York City he didn't own his own company the white man owned it so they own him but nobody owns me though and now right. granted he was a bad guy polluted the community sold drugs all that stuff but he was a black dude at a time where like all the organized crime was done by white guys did not want to be owned by these white guys and and he was able to do that by being innovative now granted he was selling drugs i'm not advocating selling drugs Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm just talking about the philosophy and the mindset of circumveying the circumstances he was in new york he circumveyed the circumstances by not making the white people his connect he had a connect direct from from uh from overseas yeah and that's how he was getting his stuff, and he was able to sell it at a rate that the other people couldn't. And he was able to to do it to, for many years. Do it for many years and do it do it better than them. Yeah. So in that in that 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 phrase and that backstory that that saying and that backstory that I just gave, you're presented with some questions, and you're presented with the questions of, at what point does a man have to be a man and have integrity about the things that he does in terms of just that being a man so for instance you get children that 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 they grow up and like they're they're playing and i know you've probably have seen this or dealt with this because i know growing up i did but it's like i'm playing and like a kid hits me, like mm-hmm. in we're in the 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 bull the not the bullpen the the ball pin the ball pin uh, with yeah. like all the balls and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like kids are running and jumping, and like some fucking kid takes the advantage of all the chaos and like just hits you. And like maybe you don't hit them back, and maybe you go and run to your mom or your dad, and like you tell them this kid hit me, and they tell you to stop snitching, and like go back and play. Yeah. Now, granted, like your parents at that point, they're not telling you, hey, don't snitch because like you, we want you to be like some thug drug dealer. I, I fuck the police. No snitching. Yeah. It's not that. What it is is that saying you're t- teaching them a lesson. Like, hey, I'm not always going to be here to defend you. Mm-hmm. Start learning to defend yourself. But but more importantly, this is not how you, you go about that. And so you start to learn those fundamental things. Yeah. growing up and 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 you know as as a kid 
so when a person when a person finds themselves in like some sort of trouble or or possible trouble or or something like that at what point do you feel that that part of a man like being having integrity should kick in versus like maybe you know like snitching on somebody or like throwing somebody under the bus or you know like all all those situations where where like it's like this is either about being a man or like you know saving a job or being a man or like or like moving up like being a snitch to move up like in a company or something like that like what's your take on that like because some people the way they see it is well I got to feed my family so I got to do what I got to do and and that's where that's what what they're about like I got to feed my family so whatever I got to do to do that I'm going to do it but then some people are are not like that like yeah. they they might be like hey you know what I accept the fact that I may never move up as far as I wanted to in this company because I'm not willing to do what 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 um what they want me to do because yeah. like I just it's I can't do it like in my yeah. soul I can't do it or the idea of going back to that the Frank Lucas quote is being the idea of being owned like the idea of of like having a boss that's like abusive and it's like telling you what to do and and all that and then it's like you're so accepting of it because you're just willing to do anything to like uh, please the company like for instance, my dad one day he told me a story about when he uh he was at one of you know his previous jobs, and one of the the supervisors there was there was a, a worker there like that was like the same level as my dad and, and the guy told the supervisor told the worker yeah like do this and then the guy's like okay yeah I got you and he's drinking his coffee like in the morning, and the the supervisor like grabbed the dude and is like I said do this and like. Pretty much the dude spilled the coffee on him and all that. Yeah. And like, it's funny because my dad always like would tell me how to the way he saw it is like that dude was like a slave. Like he, like he, you own this guy yeah. pretty much. And so what I'm saying is at what point does, do you have the integrity to, 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 to address that or what, what creates the difference between the men that would not accept being yanked like that yeah. and, and the men that are willing to accept that just so that they could be pleasing in the eyes of, of a company or, or an establishment. I think that's a complicated question in the sense that everyone's moral compass is different. And well, I'm glad you, that's good that you, you mentioned moral compass because I do think it has to do with that. A lot of it because my, personally, my, where I would draw the line is, is this the righteous thing to do? Is this the virtuous thing to do? Sometimes the righteous thing to do might not be the thing that might make you the happiest. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 see, that's where you draw the line. Like, okay, listen, I'm gonna do what I have to do, or I'm gonna do what is right. Right? What I have to do, or 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 rather, I'm gonna do. What I have to do, because what you have to do is a righteous thing, or am I going to do what's better for me, mm -hmm. right? And and see, it's it's hard because I could say that, and like people's moral compasses are so fucked up, right? Like, you, I mean, you could tell a thought to be a house, you know, like oh, you got to be you got to be a, a good woman. What does that mean to a thought? 
Yeah. You know, what does that mean to a, to a girl that you sleeps can't around? You can turn a hole into a housewife. Yeah, <laughs> as they say. So, so it it's a complicated question because then at that point, like, okay, whose law are you going by, right? And then I would say, well, shit. And, and I guess the best example I could give you is Shane and Rick in The Walking Dead, which that show, to me, that was... Its peak was when those were the questions that they were asking in that show. Season yeah. two, and 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 listen, I'm not a Walking Dead fan because I think that shit is. It like, fell. It fell the fuck off. Yeah, it, it really fell did. way the fuck off. But I felt that that conversation during that time was amazing because I, I mean we would have debates about who did the right thing, Shane or Rick. I remember you and me and Donnell would always yeah. you know, get into it, yeah. And and then there was times where like the, the, there was a gray, like oh the fuck, like what well, Rick did, you know, it, it was a it, it put you in a complicated situation and that was the last time that I felt like that was a debate. Like mm. that question was really a question every week. Yeah. Was okay, at what point? You know, at what point is is you know, I guess what's right and what's wrong? And and again, it's I I I couldn't I can't see myself making the wrong choice. And the reason why is because it's like it's not just like you. That's how you are. You know, like I'm not I'm not gonna. It's not about me. You know, this little battle that I'm going through. This is like a little fucking speck. Like in my whole lifetime, is it worth? Me losing who I who I yeah. should be, who I should write like is is one like I'm you're one move away from losing all respect. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, is that worth it? You know, like is it worth me like taking shit from this motherfucker just because like I'm trying to make ends meet, or or am I gonna be really free? Like, what is freedom? You know, like well, well that that's the, like those are the two things. That I think for me, when when I approach that question, and it's it is a philosophical philosophical question that is pretty loaded, yeah. and I don't think somebody can just like simply just answer it. And like you said, like, and you were right, like it, it is kind of hard to answer. But I, w- what I will say in attempting to start to answer such a question is, it comes down to what you said: the moral compass. And what is freedom and like how important, what is freedom and how important is, is freedom to you? Because sometimes you can, you can think that you're in a, in a, in a good situation, but it's not really that you're in a good situation. It's just like that you're in a complacent situation. Mm -hmm. And you see that a lot with like a lot of, a lot of guys that are in relationships where they're like dictated by the the woman and it's like they want to do everything to not make her mad and we've talked about this like a few shows ago like in terms of like when we were talking about midlife crisis and and regret and what and whatnot and how we felt like a person is more likely to have a midlife crisis if while they're acting and conducting themselves in the manner that they're conducting themselves they feel like they're missing out versus the person that genuinely wants to do it. And so when you have a situation like that, when when a, when a guy might be with a, a girl or whatever the case, and she's like, you know, like a dictator in the relationship, 
and the guy doesn't want that. Maybe he wants to go on a trip with his friends. Maybe he wants to spend time with his friends. Maybe he wants to do something sometimes away from her, mm-hmm. have some 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 time for himself. And he doesn't, and he never like approaches the topic to bring up to her. And even though, and and even if she might get mad, he's not willing to like deal with her anger so he can like have his freedom, so to speak. Yeah. <clears throat> It's it, it, it that has a that has to do with it is like how much do you do you value that freedom in like whatever in whatever situation you're in is well, like I don't like the up. idea of being being owned I don't like yeah. the idea of of being imprisoned and you just brought up a very very good point because in in what you just said then you're adding the element of fear. Yeah, and then yeah, fear is a big thing too. And and okay, so we talked about the moral compass and then freedom, and then and then you just brought up fear, which I think that's I guess the motivating factor in the way people operate and in in, in the way they're going to deal with that moral compass. And then and I and I think fear. It's funny because Lupe Fiasco has this line in one of his songs, but I I really like the line. He's like, "Fear is such a weak emotion. That's why I despise it." Yep. And I agree with that. And I feel like the universe, if you will, or God, or like if we're talking about in the realm of spirituality, when you operate in fear, I don't feel like a lot of good comes to you. No. And and I and and I and I told you this the other day. We were we were having a phone conversation. And I remember telling you, like, I feel like one of the main reasons why we've kind of been blessed, and and and, and it's hard. Like when you say, "Oh, like I I've I've been." Less people are like, well, what does that really mean? And it's hard to explain. The best way I can explain it is if you see what the people that we grew up with are going through and where they're at in life versus us, you will be like, oh, yeah, out of the group, these are the these are the guys that are blessed. Like these are the you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it just is what it is. And I'm not talking about like specific friends. I, yeah. I'm talking about like just generally speaking, the neighborhood and like. What people do and what they're on, it, it, it is a vast difference. Yeah. And what I will say is that we've always kind of operated in that sense of of, of fearlessness. Yeah. Like we've never really been scared to like lose people in our life. It's like and I'm not talking about like death or anything, but I'm talking mm-hmm. about like like even even like girls is like all right well if you're not if you're not with this all right well yeah good luck like live it up you know what i'm saying or or like friends that weren't on what we're on or we thought they were going on a bad path all right like it is what it's like and even though in, in that moment it might not like feel great and it might hurt a little bit it's still like you're going forward sort of fearlessly yeah and you get responded because like when you act fearlessly you're sort of like acting like in faith almost yeah. And, it, and it's one of those things where if, you know, you are a believer and you believe in God, it's like that's one of the things that many religions talk about. It's a principle how, like, faith is rewarded. And so it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not really putting my faith in this person or this thing. I'm sort of putting my faith in something greater. That's why I operate, you know, fearlessly mm-hmm. in, in certain scenarios and in, in, in certain situations. So, yeah, fear is definitely like you said, a, a motivating factor. And it's just an interesting interesting question. And it is loaded. And like you could spend, oh my we God. We could have really done a whole episode on just this. Just on that. Just yeah. on that, absolutely. But I just thought that it was it was uh, a question 
worth posing because like you know there's just been a, a situation like just kind of unrelated that's kind of been on my mind and and it's just like what yeah. like i know where i stand on it but it's just like for other people if if i were to have a way to like philosophically illustrate what what i'm trying to say like how would i even begin to 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 establish that yeah, yeah. and it's deep it's very deep and there's something liberating about about going like okay that is a question i feel that the listeners you should ask that question and you should think deeply about that because when when you do um there is a liberating factor because then you realize, and again, I, I think the fear element that you brought up is a very big key point. Is is that's where the liberation comes? I think from from that, like yeah. whatever that is. I mean, everyone is different, and you can't really like pinpoint. Like you said, it's it's, it's a loaded question, but that I feel is like the key to the liberation as far as your answer to that question is yeah. how will you operate. How are you going to deal with fear? And then from there, you know. And, and, and it's funny because going back to the, the, the freedom aspect of things, I remember from being real young, we've always talked about either like business, entrepreneurship, or create, you know, creating something. And I feel like that's always played into the freedom aspect of things because it's yeah. like, the idea of just, you know, having a job or being defined by a job that, you know, somebody else pays you to do and, 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 and you, you know, you, you work for them. It's, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's noble. It's good. Yeah. You know, if, if it's honest work, there's nothing wrong with it. But still something in, in, in a person's soul, like rejecting needing that needing somebody else for like your livelihood so to speak yeah it, it's something that like you, you know you you might reject so it's like that's like why you know somebody works and works and works and then you get to the that the the ideals of like frank lucas when he says nobody owns me though because that's it's like that's important that like the yeah. dude that i worked for ran one of the biggest companies in new york city and it's like so this was this is big. New York is a big city. A lot of people. So if it's one of the biggest companies in New York City, that means that this guy should have been something. But he didn't own his own company. The yeah. white man owned it, so they owned him. Yeah. Nobody owns me. So it really, it's like no matter how big you were, no matter how big you were, the guy that has his own hot dog stand on the corner is more free than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and and that's and and that's that's like a crazy way to think about it, and a crazy way to look at it. Yeah, and and I guess too, like us making music, I think sometimes when you get lost in that realm, what you just talked about, about like, cause it, to, I mean, let's look at the quote. That quote is not something that you just come up with. Like, that's a deep, like that's a deep observation. Yeah. Because that flies over many people's head. Mm -hmm. Like you could look, oh, this is CEO. Oh, he's a dude. Dude's decent. How do you know that? Or dude, dude. Oh, he he runs everything. Oh, he he's he's probably smarter than me. How do you know that? Right. Yeah. That's very you know surface level for you to think that this person is in any way 
better than you or, or, or a super smart person kind of goes back to what you were saying about the what smart really is. Mm-hmm. What book smart, streets, you know. And 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 that quote alone is is a that shit is jam packed. It could seem like just work. And it's funny because just like uh we've talked about this before, when it comes to music, Tupac used to say the simplest like it was the simplest rhyme scheme, but the the words and the things, the observation that, that he had in those lines yeah. were deep. Yeah. You know? And 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 those are the, the things I guess that that people got to look at because you get, not not only do you have to be able to answer that or uh yeah answer that question but in answering that question it's like it's a scary thing because <laughs> you start really like putting everything together yeah like for instance for instance the level of abuse somebody is willing to take to like stay at a job just because it's like, oh, well, if I don't have this job, how am I going to feed my family or yeah. whatever? It's like still, even though you in your mind might think that what you're doing is noble, you're still operating with fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? It, it actually reminds me. And I wish I, I want to know who this guy is because he's badass. And like, I don't have Facebook, which is uh, probably weird to a lot of people, but I don't have a Facebook. And but, you know, people send you. Facebook links and and they've sh- I've seen on Instagram and on Facebook this link it's like this karate teacher mm-hmm. and like he's always like teaching little kids mm-hmm. and like I've seen two videos one of them the guy he's he's telling the kid like you know he he's kind of like dragging the kid around like he's like all right fight it you gotta fight it you gotta keep your balance and like and like he he's like kind of like you know obviously he's a grown ass man and a little kid's kind of struggling with him mm-hmm. and the kid the kid I guess like holds on to him and he's like and he whispers I'm scared like I'm scared and like he's like what'd you just say and he's like I'm and then he got, he kind of goes up to the to, to the you know to the teacher and he's like I'm scared he's like say that out loud say it loud he's like I'm scared he's like yell it he's like yell it yell that you're scared wow. and they, yeah and like the kid's like yelling I'm scared I'm scared he's like good He's like, he's like, accept that shit, accept that shit, and use that as the motivation, and like, and then like, the 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 coach, the coach started like doing the shit again, like the kid, like he had his composure, yeah, and like that shit, like that shit shook me. Then there's another one in which in which um, he has like they have like the little the little like wood like the little you know to break it, and like, I guess the kid he's not real strong with his left hand, so he's like hit it, boom. Hit it, boom! Hit it, and then he you could t- he starts crying because it hurts mm-hmm. him. He's like, "Why are you crying?" He's like, and then and then again, he's like, "Oh, it, it hurts." This other because it hurts, it hurts. He's like, "Why does it hurt?" Is because like I I can't do it. He's like, "Why can't you do it?" Like he breaks the kid down, like yeah, and like the kid starts thinking, and he's like, "Listen, concentrate. I know it hurts. Believe that you can do it." And like, dude hits it. The kid hits it and breaks it. And like he like it's crazy like these kids like the confidence level, and I feel that what we're talking about well th- and that's that's kind of like what's so great about when you talk about philosophical topics is because like you really do go down to the root yeah of like why things are the way they are and and then like speaking in about about fear because like what you were just saying made me think about it. You know what, fear itself is not really that bad it's 
it's letting it overpower you mm-hmm. that's yeah. bad yeah. because because actually fear can like be very helpful at, in times yeah. and i and like i'll give you an example it's so great like the 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 philosophical progression of like the 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 dark knight trilogy how like in batman begins fear is brought up by Ra's al ghul and it's like yeah. you know he's like we're going to we're going to teach you how to be be more than a man use fear as a tactic put fear in your enemies and in order to do that you pretty much need to become fearless that was like the philosophy of batman begins is like in order to become this entity you got to become more than a man and yeah. men fear but you can't so to speak yeah and then in the dark night he really really like like he if if in the batman begins it was in its infancy in the dark night he really went with it like i'm fearless so much to the point where like i'm gonna blame what harvey dent did on like we're gonna make him like because that's how fearless i am they're gonna come after me and all of that stuff but then in the dark night rises and this is one of the things about the dark night rises that actually like makes that shit like real great is that you learn like that that philosophy on on fear you learn that it has to be tweaked that it's not a perfect philosophy up until that point batman believes it's the perfect philosophy but when he's in in when bruce wayne is in that jail and he's talking to that guy and he says fear and the guy and batman is like i'm not scared And and the dude is like that's the problem you don't have fear yeah and then and then he's like looking at it and, and it's saying like f- like fear is like what will get you like yeah. what you need to do it's just not letting it like get get you to where you need to get and it's just not letting it overpower you yeah that's the thing like you have to overcome it and then that's when like when when he like adapts that little it's not and it's not really throwing out his old philosophy it's just like a minor adjustment yeah. to it it's like you know what yes like I had like fear can be powerful if I don't let it overpower me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like for instance, and then you 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 see and hear situations like that with mothers who like they're defending their children and like they're in fear of their child's life, but they don't let the fear overpower them and like they how they'll do like almost like superhuman stuff like to defend their child or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is those are instances of yeah, they're scared, but they're not freezing. They're not letting it overpower them. Yeah. They're not letting it shake them into a corner where they're operating in cowardice. Yeah. So that that's kind of uh, uh, an interesting, you know, perspective on that as well. Yeah, and it's crazy, and 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 that's what got to me about it. Like, I don't know, you explained it perfectly. Because because like realm. I like what you and that made me think when like you, you he's like he says the the kid I'm scared I'm scared and the kid he's like say it louder say it louder. It's almost like saying, yes, it's okay that you're scared. There's nothing wrong with that, but don't let that overpower you. And yeah. you and you get control of that fear by yelling that. And like now it's like you have more control of it. Whereas you were back into the corner where it had you whispering, I'm scared, I'm scared. Yeah. No, say it loud. Like it's fine, but don't let it overpower you. And I think I think that's that's important. Greatness. Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we are now on Spotify. So if you know anybody that listens to Spotify, if you listen to Spotify, you could share our podcast with others on Spotify. Uh, thank you. You guys help us get there. 
Uh, the show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening every week. So we do greatly appreciate that. We do have some stuff in the works. Uh, I don't really feel comfortable announcing it just yet, but we will be announcing it soon. But we, we got some good stuff cooking up for you. Uh, yeah. So thanks. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.